Warning, me time and murder is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, here Dancing it goes. around him, reciting <laughs> poetry. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. No. Why? <laughs> oh, well, big surprise. Oh, God. <laughs> Dead on the bathroom floor. <gasps> Did it? It's okay. Oh. <laughs> Okay, Trace, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Pukka Chimeric Active. What are you drinking today, Marie? I am drinking Twining's Cranberry this time. Lovely. And what about your me time? For me time, I'm putting on the Neutrogena Hydro Boost Mask. It's the, the, the what are they called? Sheet mask. Sheet mask, yeah. I feel like sheet masks really had a moment and now they're not quite Yeah, as... and I like bought so many yeah. of them and now it's not even cool anymore. I know. Um, there's a very interesting product um, by Charlotte Tilbury. Mm-hmm. It's like a high... No, it's not hydrofacial. Something to do with ice packs, but they're like formed in the shape of like a face. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's really expensive and I'm kind of thinking, can't you just buy those ones that you put in the freezer? And I don't know. But I'm really intrigued by that. That's like, I think that's the new thing. Cryotherapy mask, something like that. Ah, uh, is that like the um, stuff that freezes your fat? Yeah. I don't know. I know like there's like these cryotherapy chambers that you can get into. And I don't think it freezes your fat, but I think it like, um, I don't know, apparently it's really good for you. Oh. But I would never do it. Oh. Like I won't get into like cold water. I'm like one of those people. Yeah, I'll just like go with that. I'm quite fine. But anyway, I don't know. I might splurge on the Charlotte Tilbury thing. We will see. Or maybe like a Christmas present or something. That's a good idea. And let's do a listener review. Hmm. Bright and bloody. Okay. (laughs) Five stars. Oh my God. I love that. (laughs) Bright and bloody. Five stars. A super refreshing murder podcast that reminds you that in a case of emergency, grab your hammer. Is that, is that, a, is that a joke? Relating to that case <laughs> with the guy. Is that the, I think she's talking about the Scissor Sisters. Oh, yes. Because there was a hammer involved, wasn't there? There was. They tore him apart with a hammer. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there was no scissors. No scissors. No. Okay, and that was from Windowless World. Thank you. They are from the USA. Thank you. Lovely review. Lovely review. And again, today's episode is part two, and it was recommended to us by our lovely Patreon, Jen. Thank you, Jen. Yeah, thank you. This is um, this is an intriguing one. Mm-hmm. Trez, do you want to give us like a quick recap of last oh, week? Goodness. <sighs> um. So Arlene Frazier is a mother of two children. Yes. And she's separated Mm -hmm. from her husband who seems to have everybody fooled that he's this nice guy, active within the community. Mm -hmm. But five weeks before her disappearance, she separated from him because he had assaulted her. I mean, it was really was attempted murder but the charges were dropped to just was it just assault mm-hmm. um so he yes was, yeah. you know 
yeah, he strangled her. Mm-hmm. Um, she had bruising on various parts of her body. So it's, it seemed like a really, really violent attack. Mm-hmm. Um, she has gone missing after dropping her kids off at school and she didn't pick them back up at school like she normally would. Um, and police are fairly certain that it is the ex. Yes. Um, but he has an alibi that he was driving his fruit and veg van. I don't know why I find that funny, but I do. <laughs> like he was <laughs> because it's just so benign, you know, like that as a career, it's like, of course, your fruit and veg man's a nice guy, you know? Yeah. No, right. Very unassuming right? job, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was caught on CCTV as driving the van, but I have a feeling he wasn't the mm-hmm. person driving the van. Now, whether that means he just got an employee to do it, uh-huh. I don't know. With I don't think that they knew about you know the murder. I'm I'm assuming at this point that Arlene is dead. Uh-huh. Um, they might have just you know done it as a normal job for him. Uh huh. But all Arlene's family believe that she is dead. Her sister and her father both think that she is dead mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at this point. And so do the police. And the police are just trying to pin it. Not pin it. Sorry. Police are just trying to get the evidence, and they're struggling. But they have discovered that. The X is his name Nat. Nat. Is that short for Nathaniel? I have no idea. It's such a strange name. Okay. I've never heard that name uh, yeah. in my life. Yeah. So he hung the wedding ring, the engagement ring, and the eternity ring mm-hmm. on a little hook in the bathroom, I think. Uh-huh. Um, to kind of set that up as if Arlene left them there and and you know, gave up on her life and fleed. Yeah, and that's supposedly him kind of setting up evidence, but the police know and can prove that he planted that because in their video footage of the apartment, the rings were not there. So he has come and planted those. Mm-hmm. Um, also, eternity ring. When you said that, what is that like an anniversary ring? I have no idea. I thought oh, an eternity okay. ring. Was like a promise ring. Oh. So even before an engagement ring? I think so. I don't know. Is that right? Okay. So I was, I was just trying to figure out like how long they'd been together, but maybe it's not. A well, her, Jamie is 10, so they've been together. They've been married when the kids were... Yeah. They've been together more it's than... his kids, so like, yeah... They, they're there over like over 10 years so long enough like yeah okay i wonder when he got violent i wonder do you know mm-hmm. like yeah it can be incremental yeah and, slowly yeah. yeah yeah so that's where that's that's where we're at so the police are hot on his tail trail trying to nab him okay so in october in 1999 a year and a half after arlene's disappearance Police were ready to set into motion their stages to prove Arlene was murdered by Nat. First, they proved that Arlene was dead despite not having a body. Mm, Very difficult. Over the past year and a half, Arlene hadn't contacted anyone. Birthdays, Mm. deaths, anniversary, nothing. Mm -hmm. No one. She hadn't made a refill in any pharmacy for her Crohn's disease. Not one pharmacy in the whole of the UK. Nor 
had she ever refilled her contact lenses prescription. Police also had to prove motivation, like what motivated Nat to murder his wife. Mm-hmm. Well, they said she was about to give evidence that he had tried to kill her in the upcoming like assault, mm-hmm. um, attempted murder. So he wouldn't want that. He wouldn't want his good name in the community tarnished. Mm-hmm. Arlene was also in talks with a lawyer. She was going to get a huge settlement from the divorce. Potentially a £250,000 divorce settlement. And this okay. is in the late 90s, so that's quite a lot. It's a lot of fruit and veg. <laughs> Doing all right. He is right. Not not too shabby. Right for a loser. <laughs> Sorry, I just assume that's him. Even if it's not him, he beat her up, so he is a bad person. He is. So this divorce settlement could financially ruin his business if he has to give half of his like earnings hmm. to her. Yeah. Well, you signed up for it, mate, when you married her. Yeah. Come back on your words. We don't have a prenup. Do you have a prenup? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Neither, neither of us are that rich. Yeah, but what? Like this could. Well, this could. This is very unlikely to happen. Could start a business, makes a lot of money, and then there's no yeah. prenup. Fruit and veg business, very lucrative. I've heard. <laughs> anyway, so there was still the hurdle that police needed to jump over us of. Nat's alibi. How were they going to get over this? There was like this mm. was like the the main stopping point. Mm. Mm-hmm. Then out of the blue, there was a break in the case when an elegant mechanic revealed that he had sold a Ford Fiesta to a friend of Nat Fraser the very night before Arlene had gone missing. <clears throat> okay. The mechanic went on explained that the deal had been done at night time and it was all very hush hush the car was also <laughs> kind of makes him look a bit dodgy like, dude what are you doing the mechanic they're like writing them down investigate later <laughs> <laughs> it's good of him to come forward because yeah, yeah well, i bet he was hoping he didn't him. have to come forward he's like oh i really don't want to have to come mm. forward but it's good that he did. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, there's no rules against conducting business at night time, right? There's not. And I Is am there? pretty no. sure, did I buy my car in cash? Uh-huh. But it was all legal. Like, it wasn't like No, Marianne, you so dodgy. I so dodgy. My little yeah, Peugeot. cash is scary. <laughs> Peugeot. My little Tyra. Tyra, my Peugeot. Shortly after the car um, was bought... It then completely vanished. It was disposed of, never to be seen again. Oh, so this is what he used to mm-hmm. kidnap the Arlene in. With some digging, police were able to find that it was Nat's, Nat Fraser's friend and business partner, Hector Dick. <laughs> I know. I was, Sorry, I'm so immature. I was hoping I'm so immature. he would love his name as well. <laughs> Also, when you said business partner, I'm watching The Apprentice at the minute. Jeez, really? You know what that is, right? Yes. With Lord Sugar. Oh, God. And the flipping the narrator has bugged me for years. Like, he always says, Lord Sugar's business partner. <laughs> you, like, can't say. No, 
Next time, business partner. It's like he can't just say it normally. It's so irritating. But I can't stop watching it. Such a stupid show. I've never oh seen god. it. Oh my god, Miriam. It's so stupid. But I keep watching it. It's all it's all melodramatic. It's not real. Yeah, a lot of it. It's a lot of the time it's the editing. They edit people to make them look really stupid. I feel really bad for them. <laughs> anyway so his business partner is the one that bought the car yes uh hector dick which i love just hector and dick is hector what a name hector Hector. and then dick oh gosh he never stood a chance so hector dick had purchased the ford fiesta so they found out there was hector dick who had purchased the ford fiesta and it was probably him who may have helped dispose of arlene's body so police were like, right, oh. right, we've got a break oh, in the case, yeah. start investigating. Or what did he, like, I also feel like maybe he didn't really know what the car was for. This is also possible. possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So police are investigating Hector Dick. In the year 2000, two years after Arlene's disappearance, Nat Frazier was tried for his prior attack slash attempted murder on his wife. Mm-hmm. What do you think happened, Tress? Probably nothing came of that. Despite Arlene not being there, Nat was tried and found guilty. Oh, good. I'm just so pessimistic because usually these things never go how they should. We're not used to, like, justice. No, we're not. (laughs) No, we're not. Was he looking after the kids all this time? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Mm -hmm. Ugh. I'm so surprised he was found guilty and she not even around. Like, but also, actually, when you think about it, mm-hmm. her having gone missing does me. Yeah, so like, if I, I know on a jury, you're not supposed to take other things into account, like just focus on just that case. Yeah, but it, it does play into your head. Hundred like. percent. Yeah. So he was sentenced to eighteen months in prison. Ah, right, that's it. Wait a minute! Didn't we talk about this before? That like attempted murder in England or sorry this is Scotland like Scotland. the UK like it's not that high yeah it's like shockingly it's not that low, low. Yeah. Not, yeah like not a long sentence yeah yeah okay. yeah and it's like you tried to murder mm. a person why mm. is it so low and like what it says to me is it says if someone has tried once they're probably gonna try again yeah you know so he's in prison. This was perfect for investigators. They could monitor Nat and see who visits him. Listen to his phone calls and mm. would they hear from Hector Dick? Oh, yeah. Soon enough, it was another mate of Nat Fraser, Glenn Lucas, who came to visit. Alright. Mm-hmm. And of course, they're in prison in a, having a conversation. They're being filmed. They had no idea mm-hmm. they were being filmed. Oh my god, have you not watched any true crime documentary? <laughs> Everything was recorded oh in those rooms. Yeah. For some reason, there was <gasps> no audio oh, on the tape. Stop it. I know. Stop mm-hmm. it. I don't know if this... To be honest, it's mm-hmm. practically useless without the audio. Unless you get a lip reader in. Oh my god, how did you know this is going to happen? Detectives I turned... I know, it's just like the solution. So long as obviously their lips are like... Visible. On video, they don't have their back to the camera or whatever. Yeah. So detectives turned to... 
like a government employee, like deaf lip reading expert. No way. Yeah. Saves the day. Yeah, it's crazy. So cool. I would love to be able to lip read. Me too. I'd love that. That'd be oh so my God, fun. I would be so Like, you're never going to be bored. Do you know you're <laughs> sitting and waiting for your boyfriend who's like stopped to talk to people in the shop? You're yes. Just like, oh, like reading everyone's lips. Yeah. What are they talking about? I wonder yeah. how long it takes. Oh, probably years. <laughs> like probably like re- it's probably like learning a language almost. I'd say it would be like learning a language. I was yeah. going to say we could just like do a course. It's definitely harder <laughs> than that. <sighs> I'd love that. Oh god, flashback. Do you remember Daddy brought home a device? You're going to remember this. What? I don't remember. It was like, and I felt like we were quite young, and I felt like it was like a. Sp- Buy tool because it was like a thing that you put up to your ear and it was had like a cone and it could like pick up people speaking like really far away <laughs> do you remember this do you, do you remember that do you oh, remember v- it vaguely i don't remember it working well i had some good fun with that it was use my imagination really but i thought it was so cool huh? it was like something that the police would use you know to like pick up Sounds really far away. Oh my so god! Cool. He probably got it on awesome. Amazon he probably or something. Probably didn't even have batteries in it, but I <laughs> loved it. I thought it was so cute. I should have joined the police, but I'm too scared. So detectives turn to a deaf lip reading expert to help uncover what is being said between Nat and Glenn. The lip reading expert, she can see in the video that Nat holds up his fingers and makes. The little, small, little bit sign with his fingers. You know when you put your fingers and thumb, your finger and thumb together? And you're like a little bit. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. Okay, oh. I don't know why I just think tiny penis. <laughs> no, I don't know why. I don't know why I think that. <laughs> like, really small. It's only, when else would you use that motion with your oh, hands? God. You're so childish today. <laughs> Sorry, it's just the Hector Dick thing. Hector Dick! snowballed. So, okay, okay, what's he talking about then? A little bit, she's a, a little bit... According to the lip reader, Nat said, if the bones are smaller than that, they what? cannot be identified by DNA. <gasps> <gasps> and this is Glenn. No, this is Nat. Nat says this to Glenn. Yeah, with his fingers up really, like, the little bit. The little bit. Okay. As if he's some expert. Mm -hmm. The lip reader went on at another point. Nat was sawing with his hand, sawing at his wrist while talking. What is it? What? Is this another motion? Yeah, so in the video, he's got his hand flat and he's sawing. At his wrist. You know the way it, you would motion in charades? Yeah. Oh, my God. While talking about cutting up the bones. This is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Glenn replied to Nat. And the lip reader was able to read. He said, no, no. Good idea. Police don't suspect you at all. You're going to get away with it. This is comical. He said that. He said, you're going to get away with it. You're going to get also, away with it. That is comical. Can you imagine the police they, watching this? I don't think they did we this in a laugh. prison. I'm laughing, but they it's obviously very serious. But mm-hmm. like, 
Sorry, what what did you say? They're doing this in a prison, in a government facility. Like, how can you right? not be more careful? That's that's why it's funny. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like they're bumbling idiots. They like, yeah. think they're being all secretive. And mm-hmm. gosh, can't believe this. Nat went on to say to Glenn that he had many alibis. He said to Glenn he made sure that everyone seen him on the day of the crime. So, <gasps> oh, what was that? My door banged. It's the wind. The wind is harmless. So I don't think the lip reader could catch everything. She said, she mentioned like a mm. few things, you know, like, like if he turns away, she can't see. Yeah. The man went on to talk. They did talk about Hector, a car, okay. as well as okay. mobile phones. He oh. also, Nat also talked about some other person who had agreed to hurt Arlene for a price four different people are involved mm-hmm, in this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. can you imagine four people conspiring against you and you're just like a That's little a lot of hatred you're just like a 33 year old like housewife who's going back to school like what have you done like what the fuck it's because it's because they all probably seem to have some something to benefit obviously hector if she takes if arlene takes 250 for from the business yeah. that probably hurts him she owns a bit of the business or something like that so mm-hmm. he's got motive this freaking glenn guy i don't he know. just wants money I, like is he another fruit and veg guy like i have no idea what's going on but you know it's been like two years like they're getting away with it oh they have been yeah they have been by 2002 despite only having soft circumstantial evidence the police felt they had enough to secure convictions against three men. Nat Fraser for murder and ha- and Hector Dick and Glenn Lucas as accomplices. Okay. During the trial... Jur- not, the, hmm? not the mysterious fourth guy. No. During the trial, jurors also learned that Arlene disappeared on the day she was due to meet with her solicitor about the divorce. Oh my god. Then, in a twist, Hector Dick flipped. <laughs> oh my god. He supported the prosecution. He told the court that Nat Fraser had told him, told Hector to buy a car while Nat hired a hitman. Got shit friends, Nat. Yeah. Nat, lol. Not even friend, it's your freaking business partner. Business partner. Oh gosh. Oh, Hector Dick. Business partner. <laughs> <laughs> business partner. You have to watch it. You have, even just that clip. <laughs> Should I look it up and try to put it into the report? Into the report? <laughs> yes. Business partner. Business yeah, partner. Yeah, because I can't be the only one who's noticed this. Business partner. Business partner. <laughs> Hector Dick said he'd been asked by Nat Fraser to find a runabout for Arlene after the family's previous car was found torched outside their home Wait, weeks that prior. Again. So Nat asked Hector, will you go find my wife a little runabout okay. car, like a little town okay. car, because ours has been burned. Uh, uh, oh, so he burned it on purpose. That's what I'm thinking. Right. It didn't, like, nowhere mentions it, but I'm like, it sounds mm. like Nat burned mm. the car. Mm-hmm. On stand, Hector admitted burning and crushing the Ford Fiesta because he feared that it might be linked to the disappearance of Arlene. 
he admitted that on an idiot. According to Hector, this hitman kidnapped Arlene, killed her, dismembered her body, then ground her up, then burned her. The hitman said this was this the fourth person. According to he- Hector, oh, sorry, so Hector. this hitman, Hector said the hitman kidnapped Arlene, killed her, then dismembered, ground up the body, oh, no, and then means. burnt it. Like a pestle of mortar. Ground it up like a cow. Like meat. Like a meat grinder. It's very specific. Where would you get that? So, so, so Hector is saying this about the fourth person. Yes. And how the heck does he know all of this? Well, he's, he's, he's caught, he's, uh, he flipped, as you said. How does he know this? That's a good point. Or, or unless that's what that Nat the told instructions. Hector. I don't, yeah, okay. The hitman apparently then disposed of Arlie's ashes. Charges against Hector Dick and Glenn Lucas were dropped. What? I don't know what Glenn Lucas does. He's just sort of bumbling around. Nothing. Yeah, but it we, we, noise. That's basically the last we hear of him. Yeah. Well, he should at least get obstruction of justice because he knew about it. He came into the prison and was like, <laughs> they'll never know. And then, like, just walks out. You can't get away with that. I don't know. You're not allowed to know about a murder and not say, right? Am I right? Obstructing the truth, the justice, whatever it's called. They mightn't have had enough on him. I mean, like. Ah, oh, it's video of him saying. I, I mean, he could have just said, look, that was the first I learned of it. And. I was going to come to the police. I know. I think what's happened with Glenn and Hector is like they've made deals to say we don't get prosecuted with anything if we help you. I yeah. guess what ha- has Maybe. happened there, really. Yeah. Nearly five years since Arlene had disappeared, in January 2003, Nat Fraser was found. <gasps> what do you think? I want to say found guilty because I feel like there's a lot here. He was found guilty. Yeah. Yay! That's what I said, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said guilty. Yeah, I'm just so used to saying not guilty, <laughs> not, not guilty, because usually it's yeah frustrating. And um, no, I'm very happy about that. God, five years later, her uh, poor family that mm-hmm. dragged on for five years. The judge gave Nat a mouthful, saying that Nat Fraser had planned the brutal murder, involved other people, and damaged his own children. However. Over the next few years, Nat Fraser appealed and appealed and appealed to the Scottish courts, using up all of his appeals. Nah. He wasn't done. He took it to the London Supreme Court. Oh. And in 2011, Nat's conviction was quashed. That means, like, revoked? Like, it means that it was lifted? Yeah, invalid. Like, you're not innocent, it's just invalid. Why? It was quashed on a legal technicality of the evidence produced by the prosecution about the wedding rings in the family (gasps) home. Mm. I thought that was good. I I know. that was strong. Nat's lawyers argued the integrity of the way the police handled the chain of evidence. In relation to receiving the rings. So they're basically saying, look, you didn't write, fill in the form or use the correct bag. Like it was like a technical. Bullshit. I know. The family, Arlene's family was devastated after all their stress of testifying in court. 
gone. Nat, Nat was thrilled. He went straight back to Elgin and continued on his fruits and veg delivery job. Stop <laughs> it. Who is buying I their veg from this They're, dick? People believe him. They think he's innocent. <gasps> yeah, they what? think she's still alive. How could you swallow a vegetable from that man? <laughs> oh my god. However, what? however, back in Scotland, detectives were not going to give up that easy. They were determined to get him. Oh yeah, they'd be furious. Oh yeah. After he was granted, after his conviction was quashed, the police immediately announced that they will continue to pursue the case. This, yes, I mean, that's five years of work for them. This was the first time in Scotland that an individual who had a conviction quashed was reindicted and put on trial for murder for the same crime. First ever time it happened in Scotland. I don't know if it's Scotland or all of the UK. But okay. Yeah. But it's a unique case. Quite unique. Very unique. Well, I was actually thinking that. I was thinking that when you said it, I was like, well, there has to be a retrial now and they're just going to leave out that piece of evidence because that's I think justice. So. Yeah. 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 In 2012, Nat returned to Scottish court once again. God, this is so... This happened in 98? 98. So no. long after. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And once again, Nat was found guilty. Yes. Justice. <laughs> I mean, he's just wasted his time. Would he not be better? He knows he's guilty. Would he not be better with his time just, you know, trying mm-hmm. to make yourself a better person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just trying to wiggle his way out. Nat continues to deny and murdering his wife. Oh, okay. Nat and his supporters maintain that he is the victim of a miscarriage of justice and that he did not murder his wife. And so, still today, Arlene's body is yet to be discovered. Wow. Well, that's because they did so much to the body by the signs of it. That, what Hector Dick said about, uh-huh. that sounded kind of legit. Like, that was so grim. Mm. You know what I mean? I think I do think that they planned it out quite well. Uh, well is probably the wrong word, but you know, if you wanted to do a murder, I think that, you know, getting other people involved, covering all bases. He, he his hands. He didn't get his hands dirty. You know, like he did it in a strategic way, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. did get away with it for a long time. So it was done well, but yeah, I don't think they'll ever find the body. That is so sad. No, he is not giving it up. No. Oh, gosh. And that was the story, the awful murder of Arlene Frazier. God, that's horrible. Yeah. I'm just so happy that he got put back in prison. Mm-hmm. Do we know, was there a period of time? Oh, yes, you're right. You said that, that he was out and about. Yeah. Yeah. That's bizarre. <clears throat> yeah. Isn't that weird? Well, he's been in there now for 10 years, so it's it like it looks like he's there to stay. Mm, could he appeal this one as well? Maybe because it's a new case. I wonder. He could appeal it, but but he's it's been shown now that the evidence that you know stands up in court is damning. I mean the video of the prison and the yeah sawing of the hand. I mean that's enough for anyone. Yeah, yeah, right. I believe mm. so. Um, but yes, thank you. Yeah, that was 
Jen for the recommendation. Yes, thank you. That was a good one. Yeah, she's from Scotland. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, oh, because we don't have that many Scottish We don't. We need to do more. Yeah, I was was just thinking that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, any more recommendations? Keep them coming. Mm -hmm. And please give us some stars and a review. Oh yeah, the stars help. And on Spotify, you can do that on Spotify now. I think that's it. All right. We'll see you on the next one, guys. Slán Bye-bye. Me Time and Murder would like to thank and acknowledge our sources that make this podcast possible. References can be found on our Instagram page. 